0: I do like that they gave me a warning at the beginning. Don't read the book straight through from the beginning to the end, you dummy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was some kid that did.
0: Totally. Mm -hmm. You know. doctor if libraries are ripe right for you.
1: <laughs> well, welcome to this podcast. This podcast has a name. It is called Choose Your Own Book Club. Mm-hmm. And so my name is Peter. I'm a librarian.
0: My name is Abby, and I am also a librarian.
1: And so we are doing a podcast on maybe the best book series ever.
0: Oh, bold, but accurate.
1: I think so. Otherwise, why would we be doing this?
0: Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Because
0: Wisconsin's kind of boring. I don't know.
1: <laughs> you just made a whole thing about libraries. You're so exciting.
0: Well, I mean, we were literally in one, so it's kind
1: of fair enough. So we are doing a podcast on Choose Your Own Adventures. Um, so just a little bit of a background. I read a bunch of these when I was a kid, and I was the kid that would always have like a bunch of slips of paper in them and because i was a very anxious kid not like now not like now at all oh
0: my gosh no you're cool as a cucumber
1: right uh but i was always really anxious about choosing the wrong path so i would have just a bunch of different papers uh in the book so i could go back so much so so many like different sheets of paper that it kind of defeated the purpose and i didn't really remember where to go anyway i
0: did the multi-finger trick but once you get Mm -hmm. to like four
1: you only have so many fingers
0: yeah once you get four or five fingers in deep then you're like oh well this is the path i've chosen and you kind of in life yeah Mm kind of can't go any further
1: right
0: unfortunately
1: it really taught us well for life too like
0: truly because as i always say what is what is life except to choose your own book but it's happening to you in real time.
1: Life is a book, but it's happening to you.
0: <laughs> it's just wow. this thing happening. But you're choosing your own adventure the whole time. This is true. So really, this is like a guidebook for everyone. They think school prepares us, but no, it was choose your own adventure book one.
1: And dying horribly.
0: <laughs> yeah, usually.
1: Um, so we've been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. So much so that we did a uh, video series on YouTube, yeah, on the Choose your own adventure books, huge big hit
0: big hit with my kids,
1: and no one else
0: <laughs> yeah, we watched it a lot, like all the views were from my family, mm-hmm. so
1: um, so we decided to bring it back, but just in a podcast because uh yeah, it's easier to edit, yeah, and just
0: and now my kids are older and they like podcasts, so I feel like this will be good for them too, you know, awesome, <laughs> they can just migrate over, very nice, yeah.
1: Let's get into this book. So it's Cave of Time by Edward Packard.
0: It's written in.
1: Guess, Mm -hmm. when was it written?
0: I didn't look when I was reading it, which is terrible. Um, Why is that terrible? I don't know. I always look. I kind of like to know what they were thinking when they were writing it. I like to know Mm -hmm. the context. Sure. Um, Because especially when you get to stuff like where they're describing the year 2022. Um, I, I want to know where he was, you yes. know, in time when mm-hmm. he thought those things about 2022, uh, and so I want to say like, was it like 78?
1: Ooh, 79 Ooh. is when he wrote it. Okay. So yeah, by prizes, right rules, mm-hmm. you're you're closest to going over. Yes. That's Very nice. The
0: a podcast. Uh,
1: podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, so Edward Packard uh, was, uh, wrote this in 1979, and he actually came up with the idea. Uh, he wrote a couple before this, but this is the, this is the first main one published, and you can kind of tell it was the first one published. It, it, it feels basically like a first draft, Ooh. in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's pretty intense. Um, you would imagine that there would be more editing mm-hmm. than there was. In the leaps that you make back right. and forth, but there really was not a lot of editing. Like um, some of the stuff that happens early on is, you know, you you're in this, ah, you're in this big, what you're hiking up this mountain. You come oh,
1: across, oh, well, let me stop you right okay. there. Okay, okay. So, I thought we would bring back one of our classic segments. Ooh. And so, uh, one of the segments we used to have was called "Choose Your Own Summary." Mm-hmm. So, Cabbie. Yeah. Abby, yeah. You are going to summarize this book, but you're going to choose uh-huh. how you want to do it. So I'm going to give you two choices. Uh-huh. So you can either do it in a British accent Ooh. or you can wrap your summary. Oh, my
0: God. I'll do the accent. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just have to pick the British accent. I guess I'll...
1: You have a whole library of British accents?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone does, right? You've got like your fancy like aristocracy, right? And then you've got your butler. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? And then you got a little boy. That's
1: all I have. All I have is Dick Van Dyke. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello. That's all I have.
0: No, I've got a whole range. And then usually I have like a cook and like different stuff. So.
1: And back st- you have backstories for your accents. I mean, you have to. Okay.
0: Otherwise, you can't really get into character.
1: Fair enough. Right. So give us a summary.
0: Of the Cave of Time. <sighs> well, okay. Do you have to get, what, Do you have to get into character? <laughs> yes. Um... <laughs> oh god. Oh this is so hard because there's so much that happens. Um uh, so, <laughs> so you yeah, I was hiking up this cliff and I found a big cave I did, I did. <laughs> and the cave warn't there before. So I went aside, I did. And then it got <laughs> real dark out and all of a sudden. I was like, oh, it's quite cold. And then I, oh, I'm changing accents. Um, (laughs) (laughs) ministry, And then I go outside. And it depends on, like, when you go outside or if you hide. Because sometimes you end up at the Great Wall of China. And sometimes you end up and you're, like, in a feudal kingdom. And then sometimes you're, like, in, I I don't know, like, some weird time chamber. And... And then that Loch-, Loch Ness monster sometimes, and there's dinosaurs sometimes, and perfect. Yeah,
1: that was an amazing <laughs> summary. I think uh. you really recapped it well. No one is lost about what's happening in this book.
0: I mean, I was lost,
1: <laughs> and you read it. I read it. Um. So yeah, the
0: that's it. That is it, though.
1: That is it. It's it's a very uh like, like I said, it's basically kind of like a first draft because. Uh, just I remember from our our previous series that we read a couple of them, and there was at least a little bit of of a backstory or setup yeah. to to what was going to happen. Ooh. And this one, there isn't. It's just like, hey, you're walking in a cave.
0: Yeah, it's getting crazy. And like, there's no logic to, or like consistency mm-hmm. to how the cave of time works. Yes. Well, it's really, really difficult. It's like you're in it, and like. Oh, all of a sudden time moves really fast backwards or really fast forwards. And like it just Or sometimes it's a little bit and sometimes you're in a different country. So it's not really a cave of time. It's a t- cave of time and space. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I think is. Uh,
1: I title. think. Yeah. The, probably that the name was taken. Cave of time and space. Yeah. So they, they shortened it.
0: <laughs> they really did. Because, I mean, you start out and you're in what? Like Snake Canyon. or canyon. Snake Canyon. Yes. That's the name of the place where you live. I do like that they gave me a warning at the beginning. Don't read the book straight through from the beginning to the end, you dummy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was some kid that did. Totally. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, the cave. I was like, oh, I must have fallen asleep or something because it's kind of dark. So I go back out and it's like, oh, it's snowing or something all of a sudden. I'm going to go back in because it's cold. (laughs) So I go back in. And then when you go inside, it's like, oh, you're back in the cave of time. And I'm like, wait, how do I know it's a cave of time? It has not told me yet that it's a cave of time.
1: Yeah, the the first, uh, yeah, to to reiterate that, like, it's so weird that you're just able to just, like, move around the cave so much without anything happening. (laughs) Like, it's just like you're able to move in and then you're able to move out. Like, do you want to go back? Do you want to go
0: and? Yeah. Do you want to go in or out? And then you go back out and then you're in again because it, it, it's like, oh, you can keep walking forward into mm-hmm. the unknown. Or you can go back in this nice little cave, little cavey cave here. and mm-hmm. go in the crevasse. And like, <laughs> it should have been called the crevasse of time. Oh, my God. I would have loved it if it was the crevasse of time and space because that's the part <laughs> that really bothers me. Because when I went through the first time, I ended up uh, at the Great Wall of China. Mm -hmm. Uh, having to build the Great Wall of China and there were aliens there, which I don't uh, like that either because I don't like the idea that people in old times had to have aliens for help because they didn't have the technology to be able to do it themselves. Right. That's ridiculous. It is. The big thing is, yes, it's a cave of time and space. Okay? If it moves me not only backward and forward in time, but also from one location to another, it is no longer just a cave of time. It is a cave of time and space because I'm moving locations as well.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: <laughs> I'm really mad about this as you could see
1: <laughs> well I, I think just it's very odd that those first few choices just moving in moving out or staying put mm-hmm. or then moving out it's that determines kind of where you get spit out in time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you really don't have a whole lot of agency in that because you really don't know how the system works or no. the magic works
0: no. No, I wish that there was. And then the okay. So then, when you end up bumping into the time lord guy,
1: right? The time wizard. So did you want to set that up at all, or so there's a cave of time and space.
0: It's a cave of time and space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, you're doing enough of this. T- you because you are traveling through all of these potential locations, and if you don't die, um, your like goal is to get back mm-hmm. to your. Uncle, whatever his name was. and they, oh, if he had a name? I think he did. It was like Ham or Holton or something. I don't remember. Howard. That's Uncle a, Howard? That's a more normal name. Yeah. <laughs> I like Uncle Ham better. You, you you want to get back to Uncle Ham and Snake, can't you? <laughs> um, and so your whole ultimate goal, no matter where you are, if you're in like this fiefdoms in you know, the UK or if you're making the – Great Wall of China, or if you end up in Stone Age times trying to hunt a wolf or a woolly, woolly mammoth, mammoth, or mm-hmm. whatever, um, you want to get back to your own time, <laughs> so you keep trying to get back to a cave of time, mm-hmm. of which there are multiple entries in different locations. Yes, it seems like
1: so. There, but there seems to be like a like to your point. There seems to be like some sort of time lord.
0: Yes, who's just like sitting there. In the middle of this cave of time.
1: Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like he has any idea how it works either.
0: No. He you never
1: no. really get any like sense of...
0: No, because at one point you get back in mm-hmm. and you go ask, like you find him. And he's like, oh, I was wondering when you would get here. And you're like, wait, have you been watching me this whole time? You creep. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I'm a child. <laughs> so he's this like grizzled old like wizard looking dude. Mm-hmm. And the illustration has got like robes and a half his face is covered with his like, greasy long hair. Um it doesn't look greasy in the book, but I'm just assuming he has unwashed himself. Okay. You know,
1: he doesn't have the time for it. He doesn't
0: have the time. He has a lot of time but no time. So <laughs> hey,
1: Hashtag being an adult.
0: Who, okay, adulting one oh one. Uh so you find this guy, the time guy, and you're like, Oh hey what are you who are you? What's the what's the deal with you? And he's like, Oh, I was a philosopher or <laughs> just something and I found my way into one of these cave of times. Oh yes, and uh, I asked for more time to sit here and philosophize, mm-hmm. and that was what he wanted.
1: But it was like an evil genie wish because yeah. then he realized that without time, that philosophy is yeah meaningless somehow. Which I don't think that's necessarily true. No, but
0: it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but he had no real focus for his philosophizing without. Anyone to, I mean, I'm imagining him just sitting there, like, talking to the dirt under his long fingernail. <laughs> but instead of being normal, he had been there for who knows how long. So mm-hmm. he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> do you want to?
1: Is that the voice that you it's used? the him? voice okay. I've used him in nice.
0: He's like, what do you want to do? And you're like, I want to mm-hmm. go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to stay here with you, man. Like, if that was what you are like, subtly asking, no.
1: And that goes to another point. That I, I found really interesting in this book, that like choosing like the choosing to not make a choice was often worse than like being aggressive and making a choice. Yeah. Because, uh, so yeah, you, you meet the time lord guy, and he's like, "Well, I'll give you a choice. Uh, you can like um go back to your time right away, or you can go. I can get you can go a different time, <laughs> or there's an option where it's like, well, I." I want to go to a different time, but I'm not 100% sure. And if you pick that choice, you end up going to like 1940s Britain yeah, and getting really bombed. So. Yeah. And it's then like, oh, you
0: ran out of time.
1: Yeah, and then the the time portal like uh closes behind you. Yeah. And then you you're you're dead.
0: And theoretically that guy like controls time or
1: something. Yes. Yeah, so he, he could
0: have like, probably should have known. He would know if you had time left or not. Right. No. And that was the weird part about meeting him was that he somehow implied that you had a finite like amount of time mm-hmm. in that cape of time. So why didn't he? Like, he's immortal there, but you're not. There was some other mention of that. Hmm. Some lady I on don't
1: remember that because there. it's...
0: Who mentions that? Well, she's some fancy lady on the cliff. Yeah, here. And she's like, oh, if you dive down under the rock ledge and go away... You'll not be able to live forever.
1: I would love your fancy lady voice. <laughs> well,
0: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, well, there is a way to get back to your own time. But if you follow it, you will not be able to live forever. And then you get back and Uncle Ham's like, you're late for dinner. We <laughs> wondered what happened to you. Yeah, you to keep that track of your time. Wink. <laughs>
1: oh, <God. laughs> get it, Tom? <laughs> Tom, get it?
0: Huh? Uh, and I'm um, Uncle Ham. One thing that I haven't talked about yet is how everything in here is... Um, These books are some of the very few books that are written in the second person. um, Yes, with you being the main character, Mm -hmm. and so that's always been really intriguing to me.
1: Yes, but the you is definitely a boy, mm -hmm. at least from the pictures, which is kind of sad. But
0: yes, I mean they they didn't even try to make it like an androgynous kid,
1: right? But anyway, back to my point of oh no, it's fine. Uh, I think it's going to be. I mean, these books are tangents, yeah. so I think it's this is going to be yeah, tangent filled.
0: i used my own adventure into a different topic. conversations. We, we had our finger. You <laughs> branched, yes. We fi- we put our f- we put our finger in the other topic, and now we can go back.
1: Yes, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I guess my point before was like picking like the passive choice was often bad. Mm-hmm. So, like I mentioned, the the, the time lord. Guy, like if you pick a passive choice with him, uh, he he spits you out into uh, bombed out like Britain, and you die. There was another choice where you end up in the medieval times, and you kind of end up on this farm Mm -hmm. uh, right by the Loch Ness monster. Oh yeah, and so he's guarding the lake, and you understand or you feel that the one of the entrances to the cave is in the lake somehow.
0: Yeah. Doesn't say
1: why. No, or they do
0: see why at one point because you're fishing, right? Did you do this? I think so, standard? yes. Mm-hmm. And they are like, oh, he goes sometimes for a long time and then he comes back. We don't know where he goes to. And you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> must be a cave of time if you have no idea why you know that. But
1: before. why there? <laughs> <laughs> no. You you should know, Abby. You should know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um so you you have two choices at when you're at the the Loch Ness monster. You can either dive right in and like try to get back to your time or you can just be like, I don't know, I'm just going to hang out here and live my life as a uh as like a fisher person. And but if you, so if you pick the passive choice or like the safe choice, yeah. you end up getting eaten by the Loch Ness Monster.
0: Right, and as a really like ambitious, adventurous kid, I'm sure you always chose the like aggressive choice.
1: You, yes, <laughs> yes. It was
0: you mm-hmm.
1: reading in my room in silence, <laughs> I was definitely the aggressive kid with
0: like 18 <laughs> fanned out.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I I I died a lot, and yeah.
0: I mean, most of the endings are negative, though. In some of these books, mm-hmm. this one doesn't have as many. I feel like there was a balance.
1: Yeah, I was thrown by how many like neutral endings yeah. there were, because there was like uh, there were a bunch of endings where it's like you get back to your normal time and the the cave closes behind you, and you're like, yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> it gets probably better than my problem. Yeah, no
0: problem anymore. Um, not my circus, not my monkeys. You know, right. Um, there were also a lot of endings where you just kind of like got to some different time and location, obviously, Mm -hmm. and you just accepted your fate, but you were kind of sad every once in a while. They're like, oh, now you're a pirate or something, but you're really good at it, but you do kind of miss your family every once in a while. Or it's like, oh, you've learned a new trade as a Pennsylvania Dutch person, and you have this nice family there, and you're kind of happy, but you you know, you're sad for your own (laughs) family. I was like, "There's, there's just no." Again,
1: um, just just being an adult, just like actually, yeah, you, you're kind of fine.
0: Everything, everything
1: kind of works out.
0: It really did prepare me for adulthood in that. <laughs> way. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it,
1: it's fine. You get a little sad, but it all works out, kind of, right?
0: Like most of the things are going okay, but you still, every once in a while, have a cry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know about what, but it feels better afterwards. <laughs>
1: So we talked about the Ice Age.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We talked a little bit about uh, the Knights, mm-hmm. medieval. Mm-hmm. There were a couple other uh, times you could be spit out into.
0: Yeah, there was the. We talked. Did we say the Ice Age? Yes.
1: A little bit, yeah.
0: But if you go to the Ice Age somehow, you get. Oh, I loved that one because you get to. Um, you encounter a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, you do encounter some, like. Pre, what are you. Like. Mm-hmm. People. Yes. Pre people. What do we call them? Pre people.
1: No. Pre. If it's pre people, we just call them pre people.
0: Pre We encounter some pre people, and they accept <laughs> you into their group, um, which is great because humans are pack animals, and you know community is important. That's how we thrive. And so you're like, hey, I'm in a community. I'm gonna go fight this woolly mammoth. And then my favorite woolly mammoth scene is the one where you and the woolly mammoth like fall off the cliff and you die. And then um, the guy finds you as Mm -hmm. the paleontologist finds you like years later, and he's like, oh, this, by Jove, this looks like a regular human head. And you're like, it's me. (laughs) It's just your skull. Mm -hmm. So
1: you you can try to ride the woolly mammoth to like impress. The people and but if you do it wrong you just you fall you plummet you yeah. are holding to the tufts of wool
0: it's great and then dr carlton frisbee famous paleontologist finds your bones and he has quite the mustache and incredible. yeah the, the illustrations
1: are always the best and they
0: really are the best part i mean look at that guy you guys can't see him but i'll describe him he has quite the chin Quite, the mustache. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's growing directly out of his nostrils.
1: Socks that go all the way up to his knees.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, His shoes look like uh, footballs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he's wearing one of those uh, old-timey British... Like a pith helmets? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And so, yeah, he's looking at your skull with like a a shocked expression, and yet there's bones all around him. (laughs) Doesn't care about the rest of him, just cares about your skull.
0: And he's using a magnifying glass while he has a monocle on (laughs) For
1: for double modification.
0: Clearly has the worst eyesight in the history of sight. Like, why is he a paleontologist all about finding small details? Like, why? No offense, buddy. Gosh, he's a weird looking dude. I'm telling you, the mustache is where it is. It just seriously looks like a witch's broom growing out of both sides of his nose. Isn't that the goal? (laughs) For most men, yes, I think so. And some women, I would have a mustache if I could. If I could have any superpower, that would be one. If I was like in a fight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So your superpower would just be to have a mustache? to be able to
0: grow a mustache at will. I'm like, okay, you're going to fight me, right? Like now? like No, in, the, in okay. this scenario, okay. if you were going to come and try to fight me, and I was just like, and <laughs> I like your noise. Yeah. And the mustache just mm-hmm. pop, popped out. You'd be like, oh, no, I'm not fighting her.
1: Why was I fighting you to begin with?
0: I don't know. I don't know the situation. I don't but know. You... Okay. Maybe I insulted something that you love. I don't know.
1: So you were the jerk in the situation, maybe, Pro-
0: more likely than not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so, so it's more like a, like a defense, like 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 how like birds like will puff themselves up to look bigger. Yes. You want to look hairier, yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. Okay, I want to, yeah, just like spontaneous, is like pff, my arm hair. Well, so look. arm hair too, and not really just anything okay i mean not like but like yeah body or specifically it would be cool like wolverine but for my my hair <laughs> <laughs> just like my knuckle hair would be like <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay I
1: just, but it wouldn't be sharp it would no, just be
0: it would just be intimidating
1: okay because it could be like you could say like oh it's like quills like porcupine right, quills i could because that's technically be... hair but no that's not that's not it
0: no. I just think it would be like, oh man, th- this is weird. This is weird and different. And then you would run away. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. That would be an easy one to, to manage. I would just cut it off afterwards.
1: Yeah, but you have to shave it off. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Whatever. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're I'm, I'm glad you figured that out.
0: <laughs> I know. People who say flight, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so basic. <laughs> come up with something original, and then come back to me. All right. As I as I comb my long, long arm hair. <laughs>
1: so how long have you how long have you thought of this for? Just years. Years, yeah. not just like today as a goof. Like no, years, you've been years like. Years,
0: I've been like that. Would be awesome. You <laughs> <I'm> serious?
1: <laughs> so, but you would be able to control it, and it, like. Would you be able to control it in all areas, or would it be like
0: mainly potty hair. here?
1: I understand that, that Abby, but on my head, you know? yes. But I'm thinking like eyebrows, like yeah. Would
0: I would be able to control it for sure? Okay, it would be controlled
1: because that wasn't clear. So like, if someone you could... was
0: sitting to the right of me and they were annoying me, I would be able to just like on that side of my mm-hmm. body be like. Poof.
1: So like like the Play-Doh like Fun Factory like you'd be yeah. able to like squeeze out yeah okay. I don't know if that was too graphic or not. No, that works. <laughs>
0: okay. It's more for me like a like a it would be really fast, like a hair punch like.
1: Okay. Okay. Hmm.
0: Mhm.
1: I feel we've grown in this.
0: Yeah.
1: Much like your that hair would, power.
0: That would be <laughs> my that would be my my slogan. I feel like we've grown. We've
1: grown in this. Yes. Right. We we've, we've gotten so far away from the that book. <laughs>
0: That's so. okay because it feels like, this book deserves that. It, yeah, there's not okay, a whole let's lot. let's go back to the what. What are we missing? <laughs> well, so there was a couple different
1: times you could be spit out of. So there's yeah. Ice Age.
0: Ice Age, we did.
1: There's Medieval. Yeah. There's... We covered something else.
0: I went to the Great Wall of China.
1: You did go to the Great Wall of China, yes.
0: And there was either you go to the alien spaceship when you get to the Great Wall of China. See,
1: I didn't get that. I didn't get a spaceship.
0: Oh, so when you get there, you either... The spaceship lands and you either go up to the spaceship or you hide. And if you hide, then you get conscripted into building the Great Wall of China. So clearly you hid instead of going up to the Exploit spaceship.
1: Oh, see, so yeah, I do not remember that part at all. But again, you can't really read this like um, no. from front to cover. No. So there's always going to be something you miss. True. Uh, but... Did you get to the part where you can see Abraham Lincoln?
0: Yes. I'm so glad that we did not meet him when he was in a the theater, though, because I was <laughs> like, this is a children's
1: well, That's the thing. So, like, there's the, the cave just automatically empties you out into a train car mm-hmm. with Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And so uh, really no reason why or how, but, You're you know, like, he kind of gives no you... Abraham.
0: And he kind of gives you
1: his like typical like Abraham Lincoln like thumbs up. Mm-hmm. He, that's what he was known for. His giving you a thumbs up. This yeah. it's his trademark. That's why it's on Mount Freshmore. Um
0: It's just him with his thumb straight out and <laughs> his arm,
1: long arm protruding, <laughs> <for> saying <laughs> stay, "Stay golden," mm-hmm. um, which again, his this famous catchphrase. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's just like uh, you know, you're just hanging out with him. Uh, and he's kind of like being inspirational and being all Lincoln-y. Mm-hmm. Um, so then yeah, you can either like be on the train car with him mm-hmm. and like he inspires you to try and get back. Mm-hmm. Or you leave the train car before he get, gets to Gettysburg. And then like you just go off and have like a nice life.
0: Yeah. Um, like on a farm mean, somewhere. Yeah, that's when you go and become like a Pennsylvania Dutch right. person.
1: But at no point are you like, hey, Lincoln. Hey,
0: maybe. Hey, don't go in the theater. Right, exactly. Live theater is really not that good. I'm not important enough to assassinate, so no. Oh, I think you're important enough to assassinate. <laughs> you're important enough to me to assassinate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, you, you get to meet Lincoln, mm-hmm. but uh, you, you tr- don't try to help him at all. No. But there's also a option where you go to the Titanic, and as soon as you get on, you're like, I gotta yeah. stop the Titanic from sinking.
0: Right. Like, you think about that when you get on the Titanic, but you
1: don't think to help President Lincoln. Right. So, again, like, back to the original point of, like, the, the magic system doesn't make sense. No. The plot is kind of all over the place. Yeah. Like, your motives are all over the place then, too.
0: hmm Right. I don't know, because I feel like if I got stuck in a, like, you know, time loop,
1: time mm-hmm.
0: cave... Cave of time and space.
1: Crevasse. I, a crevasse of time crevasse,
0: and space. A time and space crevasse. I would I mean like the the remarkable calm that you have as you're dealing with all of these strange situations mm-hmm. is what really is the weirdest thing to me. Is that you're like, oh, I'm just walking around and there's a cave person and I'm like, what's up, cave person? <laughs> and, I mean you're not I would be like losing my mind with ways. I would try to make people wash their hands more. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that, that's that's a good use of your time,
0: right? I mean, there's so much stuff about like modern time that we could bring back, and that brings me to my favorite part when you run into the girl who's wearing blue jeans. Yes, <gasps> can we talk about my favorite? Yes, part? please. Okay, we run into. This I think girl.
1: We're, we're kind of wrapping it up.
0: Yes, we run into this girl um, in the cave of time at one point. And you're like, oh, she's lost in the cave of time too. She's like, oh, I am, let's go back to where I'm from. I'm from the year 2022. And I was like, oh shut up. I love this so much. Yes. <laughs> what is the year 2022 like to Edward Packard? And so Are he's gonna read it? I will tell for you his description. I will tell you things that have happened. He's like, cause she's also wearing blue jeans, you know? And you ask her, like, oh, are people still wearing blue jeans in 2022? And she's like, well, they've just come back into style lately. And <laughs> and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> nope. That's okay. And then you're like, oh, there must be cool new inventions and new technology. And she's like, actually, there's like bike trails everywhere and green space. And there's no cars. And mm-hmm. you don't have to ride alongside buses. And there's mm-hmm. walking paths.
1: And- so there's like bike trails across America.
0: You can bike everywhere. You can bike all over the country. And there's... Like rivers and streams and no pollution. And you can just, there's everything is paid for by taxes on gasoline.
1: And then, yeah, so you're you're dumped into, are you going to be okay?
0: (laughs) No, I'm just fantasizing about that. And then suddenly, as you're walking through to try to get to her place, the ground below you gives out and you're dumped out onto this place probably somewhere in America because it says Cadillac the car of the year every year and the girl you've bumped into is like what's a Cadillac yeah she
1: doesn't know what a Cadillac is she
0: doesn't know what cars are you're like oh we've made her life worse (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is brought to you by my increasing sense of nothingness (laughs) (laughs) the cave of time has broken me (laughs) Because it's a cave of time and space. And...
1: It's a crevasse of time and space. Yeah. So another segment I wanted to bring back was favorite death. So what was your favorite death?
0: <sighs> okay.
1: Favorite way to die.
0: My favorite death was the one where um, I walked out... Or no, I fell out into like an ocean and the water was like all polluted and stuff or something. And then I finally... It was really murky. I finally like got up to the surface and the air smelled like sulfur and i realized there was no more oxygen left and i just choked to death
1: kids book (laughs) i did get that one too that
0: was my favorite one
1: i did like that one Mm -hmm. it felt like
0: a total recall scene it was so yes and
1: just a little graphic
0: yeah it was that one went hard some of them Mm were like oh and that's you know, you're going to totally hang because of this. Yeah,
1: you can get hanged in the um, yeah. the medieval one. Yeah. And it's, it's this kind of more alluded to than, like, actually shown. But this right. was, like, shown a little graphically.
0: Yeah, it was very much described. Most of the time it was like, oh, and then the Loch Ness Monster chomped you. And that was it. But this one was, like...
1: Like, you suffocate. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. On the sulfuric air. What was yours?
1: <laughs> I think mine originally my favorite death was still Loch Ness Monster because mm-hmm. you just had like this peaceful life like you just kind of have given up on adventure right. and then Edward Packard's like no
0: you're like okay I accept the fate, and I'm gonna settle down mm-hmm. on this farm and this is what I am now and he's like ooh, you chose no, thank the you. safe option <laughs> you
1: chose wrong
0: mm. I choose your death
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think that was one of my
0: favorites death by Ness
1: but then also like I just I loved this someone some of the, like the neutral endings of just like, well, you can't go back in the cave of time anymore, but it's probably fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like is this like is this so anticlimactic, but like you like you made it back, but like, eh, whatever.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like me when I'm trying to do a task and it's taking me weeks to do it. And then I finally do it and I should feel some kind of sense of accomplishment, but I'm just like, oh, OK, <laughs> <laughs> I did it.
1: Just being an adult. So yeah, this was The Cave of Time. Uh, Not necessarily the strongest start to the series, but I think you have to kind of appreciate it for being the first one. Mm -hmm. But not definitely my favorite book. I know there's stronger ones out there. For sure. But I'm looking forward to reading some of the other ones. Uh, So the next one we're going to be reading is Journey Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. By R.A. Montgomery. This is one we read before.
0: Yeah, I like this one. I like, um, I like sea stuff.
1: You know? You prefer sea stuff to time stuff?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, this is time and space stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to clarify that one more time. Um, <laughs> and space. It's, yeah. Like it's the-
1: your favorite prom
0: theme. Yeah.
1: It's your favorite book theme.
0: Yeah. It's going to be fun. Enchantment under the sea sounds better than enchantment under the... Time in space. <laughs> so. All right. Well,
1: this has been Choose Your Own Book Club. Uh, I'm Peter. I'm a librarian.
0: I'm Abby. I'm a librarian.
1: And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. I was going to wave. Like, why was I going to wave <laughs> while we were ending this?
0: Thanks for choosing us. Hey, I like that.
1: Oh, God. All right. <laughs> that was good enough.